Welcome back to Raising Unicorns. I'm Benton Crane, and in today's episode, I sit down with Bill Aho, the current CEO of VidAngel. You'll learn exactly how VidAngel not only survived, but is thriving after surviving bankruptcy and a long drawn out lawsuit with Disney. Unicorns are real. In the past eight years, Harmon Brothers has helped raise five unicorns. Yes, that's five companies with a billion dollar valuation, with at least six more companies right on the cusp of becoming unicorns. Here on Raising Unicorns, we share the lessons we've learned to help you grow your business by tens or even hundreds of millions of dollars. It's time to start raising a unicorn of your own. Welcome back. I'm here in Sundance, Utah with Bill Aho. Welcome to the show, Bill. Hey, thanks very much, man. Now, Bill is the CEO of VidAngel, and we are here at a writer's retreat working on a new campaign for VidAngel. So, Bill, real quick, tell us what is VidAngel? VidAngel is uh, a service that allows you to control the level and the type of sex, violence, and profanity that comes into your home via movies and television shows. For instance, that you get from Netflix or Amazon Prime or Apple TV. It lets you set it up in a customized way for what's right for you, what's right for your family. And it's a terrific product. It's really a lot of fun. Yeah, it's one that my family has used for years and years, and we love it. We've shared it with a million different friends. Well, keep doing that. For sure. Okay. For sure. <laughs> now, uh, many of our listeners will know that VidAngel should be close and dear to my heart. And obviously, that's because I was one of the original co-founders with Neil and Jeff and Daniel and Jordan Harmon uh, way back in December of 2013. So maybe I should be asking you the questions. <laughs> well, I, I think I think my story is, has been told, and I'm excited to capture your story of, of what journey you've been on to end up here, where you are the you are the CEO and and majority owner of, of VidAngel. Yes, that's true. So, uh, so so take us back in time. What what got you interested in this type of business? I have been involved in the filtering business since since its inception in 2000. I was formerly the CEO of ClearPlay, and ClearPlay was a pioneer in this business, and probably the most important thing. And I was did. a customer of theirs years and years ago. Thank you very much. And uh, w one of the things that, that we did that I think was most impactful for the business is we got the Family Movie Act passed. That was a, a bill through Congress. Now, <laughs> you could ask me, what's the, the least likely solution to any problem is getting a bill passed in Congress. <laughs> but it happened. We managed to do it, and it, it really was the, the key thing that happened that's, that saved the industry and allowed ClearPlay to continue. Now, ClearPlay continued in the DVD business. I left and did other things, but, but stayed in contact with Neil and Jeff Harmon when they developed VidAngel. And since I'd had some background, we stayed in touch. Um, I tried to help them with some, uh, some lobbying, and it's it was fun to see that. Now, was that grow. because you were just a fan of the industry and you wanted filtering to succeed? Yeah, more or less. Yeah, that. Um, and it was. Uh, I think the fact that VidAngel was a streaming service uh -huh. is what really got me excited because that's what this industry has always needed. DVDs were great in their time, but to be able to stream and especially to be able to stream from Netflix and Amazon Prime. That's the key to success. Yep. And so the fact that they could crack that code eventually. Now it wasn't within some pain points along the way. That's right. And I think we're both aware that there was extraordinary litigation from Hollywood, which mm -hmm. we've been through at, Flirt, at Clearplay as well. 
there was a bankruptcy yep. that they had to get through. But eventually, through their perseverance, they got through all that. And the funny thing is, is just as they finished it, uh, was uh, I think the bankruptcy was signed in September of 2020. Neil called me up shortly after that and said, hey, we have got these other businesses that are going gangbusters. Angel Studios mm -hmm. and uh, Dry Bar. And we need focus on the filtering business. Would you be interested in coming and running it? And I said, yeah, I'd like that. And so we started that November 1st. And then it wasn't more than a month or so later that, that after thinking about it even more, I think we got together with the Harmons and they said, we, we really need to focus on these other businesses. Chosen was, going, was a huge success and the mm -hmm. studio business was terrific. And so they said, we think we need to sell it. And I said, well, I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> because because here's the thing is I'd been with the business just a just a month or two, but I'd seen a couple things that were really mm -hmm. key. One was the passion of the customer base. They were just they cared. Not it wasn't just a product to them. It was a it was an important uh, life choice and sort of a symbol and a cause that uh, that that they believed in. And it was that crowd and that passion that enabled VidAngel to survive all that litigation. It, the the <laughs> The customers literally invested into the company so that the company could go fight that battle it, and stay alive. You're absolutely right. In so many ways, they did that. But the other thing that, that I thought was really important to me wanting to take on this business was the employees. And I just saw this, this group. One, they had the scars to prove that they'd been through the battles. <laughs> they had been through so much and not knowing if the company was going to exist in the coming months and not knowing if it was going to come out of bankruptcy. But they'd endured all that and they'd stuck with it. And they were a tremendous group of passionate, professional, competent people that, that I just wanted to work with, that I felt what could be the, the foundation for making this company successful. And VidAngel, uh, and so we made the purchase. And one of the things about VidAngel is it had been neglected. And, if, mm -hmm. and you would expect it to be neglected. It wasn't clear that it was going to survive bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. It wasn't clear that it was going to survive the litigation. And there were these other businesses that were thriving. So the idea that you're neglecting your filtering business shouldn't be surprising was probably a good business decision. But it's also a good opportunity. And so when we took our set of employees, we actually bought the company. I bought the company in March 1st. It was effective of March 1st of 2021. So we're just almost a we're year old. A year. Yeah, yeah. So... What we found is that that if we put a little attention to it mm -hmm. and uh, started investing in it, that good things were going to happen. And so we invested in engineering because we knew we, we knew the product needed to be better. We knew that the filtering was great, but we needed to be to work with more devices and across more platforms and streaming services. And we knew that we, we needed to continue to make it easier for customers to use. So we added more engineers. Went from like one to six <laughs> engineers. Uh, we also expanded our customer support. We thought these customers are so great. We need to take great care of them. And we have this unbelievable customer support team that is really passionate mm -hmm. about what we do. And uh, we continue to get letters from our customers saying how great their experience was with support. So we invested in that area as well. And then we invested in marketing. And uh, what we found was that the business responded. And, and a lot of people were, if there was one message maybe that, that we probably should have said is that, Hey, we're we're back. We we we're still around. Yeah, and we, we had thousands of people say, "Oh, Vid Angel's still here." I thought I thought you guys were gone to the bankruptcy. Sign me up. And our business grew. I mean, we doubled our business within the first seven eight months. Oh, that's phenomenal. Yeah, it was terrific. When you came back, or I say came back, and I mean came back to the industry, 
to to run VidAngel, the the filtering service. How long had you been away from the filtering industry at that point? Oh, probably about fourteen years officially in terms of as an employee. But like I said, I've been I'd I'd been to Washington. I'd come down and and uh, worked with Neil and with with the Harmon brothers a little bit. So I'd had some association with the company, but not as an employee. Right. During those years that you were away from it, were you itching to get back or did, did it feel more like a calling? What, what was the motivating factor that, that, that brought you back into the industry, knowing <laughs> that it, it's not an easy industry to, to, to excel in? Well, it took 10 years for my scars to heal from Clearplay. And then uh, while they were still in bankruptcy and litigation, no, I probably wasn't eager to jump back into right, that. Right, um, Because you but, had been through a ton of that yeah, at Clearplay. Exactly. And, but once that cleared, I think it was a couple of things. It, it was, it was a, just an interest in the filtering business and wanting to see it succeed and, and an enthusiasm for the technology. Because um, it's such a valuable service. Yeah, yeah. It's something, you know, you can do a lot of things. We have a lot of choices. We, people mm-hmm. can, you know, sell cars or they can, <laughs> they can work as a barista or they can, you know, there's a lot of things you can do. But there's something that I think is special that happens when you do something that you believe in and that you believe in some way, large or small, makes the world a better place. Um, and, and I would say that's at the core of, of who we are as a company is that we believe that we're doing something. And maybe it's not for everyone, but for the people that we hear from our customers all the time, we're changing their lives in some way. We're mm-hmm. making things better for them, their media that they lend into their home. And that's giving them um, more control over how and what they consume. That's worth a lot. When you mm-hmm. decide what you want to do with your time, with the, with the 50 hours a week you're going to be working, that goes a long way. Feeling like, you know, like, yeah, I feel good about this. Yeah. When, when you get up on Monday morning and everyone else is corporate America is dragging into the office, you know, lo- looking for their, their caffeine hit or whatever mm-hmm. to get them through the day. You have a, a, a mission, uh, something that you, uh, you're passionate about and that you care about. Yeah, it's the same problems. I mean, you got technology issues that you're continually trying to, you know, face and figuring out how to reach your customers and how to better serve them. Same problems, but, at the, but at, at underneath it all is this belief that we're not just doing this to make money. I mean, making money, I'm not against that. I mean, that's a great thing, but, but there's something more. And, and I think that adds an, an important dimension to how we do business. I understand that you have taken a non-traditional approach in how you are structuring the company since you purchased it. Talk to me a little bit about that. Well, we put together an early team and we talked about this vision of what kind of company we wanted to have. And we we arrived at this, <laughs> at this phrase, employee-centric. Mm-hmm. And that's founded on the belief that if your employees are really happy and you've got great people and they are committed and they're passionate, that the business is going to is likely to succeed. It's not um, it's not purely an altruistic play. It mm-hmm. really is uh, grounded on on a strategic principles and beliefs, and and so we decided to do that. and And that took on a number of forms as we implemented it. One of the ways we wanted to do this was to have the employees be owners, uh, and so we implemented a plan through through stock options where our employees will own most of the company as a stock vest. <laughs> and, I'm not, and, and every employee is, is an option holder, everybody. So a lot of companies do this for senior management and they have stock and, they, and they'll do like- you know, Strategic two, talent. Two points for the CMO and things. We're, we're in a different league than that. 
every one of our customers support people hourly, whether they're making you know $15 an hour or whatever, gets is an owner. I've had stock options before, and we, you know, many of us had. The thing about stock options, they're great if you have an exit. But one of the things we felt like is that this business could be a very cash positive business. Mm-hmm. And so we created another program which allowed employees to participate in our success right away. So when we're making money, the employees get participate via a bonus pool. And that's been really a lot of fun. It's been fun to see people get checks that, that they've come back and said, wow, this changed my life, or now I'm out of debt. Uh, and that's a, that's a big part of moving forward. Or just the, the other things that we've done, everything, uh, virtually every decision we've made has been through that prism of, is this right for the employees? Mm-hmm. Uh, we put in a 401k with a company match. We, we pay for health insurance 100% uh, for every one of our employees, our full-time employees. We have an employee advisory board where they come and they tell the board uh, and give uh, you know, what we should be doing and uh, from an employee perspective. So all that has been... Uh, it's been gratifying and it's been fun, but it's been successful too. How is VidAngel growing right now? Well, like I said, we doubled from January 1st last year until I, th- I think we doubled around the, the uh, November mark. And we're continuing to grow every month, month over month, uh, our business has grown. So, you know, I don't think we'll continue to have every month growth, but, uh, but so far it's been, it's been just terrific and we look forward to it. Yeah, it's a really great exciting. place. It's a great place future. to be. Yeah, yeah. What's, uh, what's one of the top priorities for the company right now? You know, we just need to keep building awareness. There's so many people that if they, if they knew what we did and they knew how we did it and they knew how well it worked, uh, they would sign up. Mm-hmm. And so a big part of this is just generating awareness, and which is why we're doing uh, commercials with uh, the Harmon Brothers. It's, need um, a bigger meg- megaphone. We, yeah, we just we need to get the word out because... When people find out, and, and you know, it's so much of our business has been word of mouth, which is mm-hmm. which is terrific. We love word of mouth. But it, what it says more than anything is it says, hey, the people that are customers, they they like us. They like what we're doing. And uh, and they're telling their friends. So that's, yeah, that's our number one objective. And I think number two is let's just keep making it easier to use. We haven't always been, I'll be the first one to admit, we have not been the easiest technology to use on a on a day. Well, actually, once you're set up, it's okay. It's that process of getting set up, mm-hmm. which is why we've added customer support people. We've added phone support. Now, literally, if you're getting set up with VidAngel, you can get on the phone and we will have somebody walk you through the process. What are you seeing on your screen? Okay, do this, press this. Uh, it's not that hard, but some people struggle with the technology and we want to make it easier for them. And that's, that I think we're doing, I think it's getting better every every month. Uh, and we, we're just added. In fact, we're, we've just recently added uh, an Amazon Fire TV app, Good. which makes it way easier to access Amazon Fire TV. We've got an improved Apple um, iOS app. Uh, we've got an Android app that we just put into beta. So yeah, things are getting better. It's a, it's a great time to be to be working at VidAngel, and it's a great time to be a VidAngel customer. Any of the other TV apps in the plans or in the works? Let me give you a short answer to that. Yes. Without giving, I hate to give detail because because you know you want to make sure you can execute it and get it there on time. So yes, we're con- we have resources put against uh, expanding our footprint uh, on technology. Awesome. As rough as that technological journey can be, I, I promise you, it's much better than back in the early days when uh, we were we were developing this, and I couldn't even get my wife to like it <laughs> because we would sit down for movie night. 
we'd get five minutes in and it, inevitably something would crash or something would break and we just couldn't even get through a, a movie night. I remember I was pretty uh, despondent at times because I'm like, if I can't even get my wife to like this, who will like it? But we, we eventually <laughs> got there. It's a, it's, a, you know, it's a challenging technology. That's why it's so exciting that the progress that we've made. Because you're working with many different platforms and you're working with many different devices and you've got a lot of moving parts and streaming yep. video is just a, is a challenging technology as it is. It's better every month. And I think, uh, I think probably 90% of our customers now are saying, yeah, that works pretty, that works pretty well. This is, this is awesome. And we just have to you know, keep making it easy for new customers mm -hmm. to come in. Most of our listeners are entrepreneurs. You've had a heck of a journey in your entrepreneurial endeavors. What, what piece of advice, if you had to choose you know, one single piece of advice for our listeners, what would it be? Persevere. Every time I see a successful entrepreneur, I think, including, like, including right now, if you say what we're doing is a success and it sure feels like it to me, but uh, I feel like, yeah, there's probably a little luck involved there. And most entrepreneurs that are honest will say there's a lot of luck involved. And so you just around keep timing and being connected yeah. to the right people and, and yeah yeah just it's timing is a big one. I mean, I, I launched a in 1998. I launched a um, social media company called Ybook. That if you looked at it now, you'd say, well, that's just like Facebook. You're just copying Facebook. But this was before Facebook, and and it was uh, it was before its time. You know we. Uh, High-speed internet wasn't yet, mm -hmm. it wasn't yet enough of a thing to make this work, but uh, it was too early and too early is not so good. So was that luck? No, it was probably a bad decision just to come in a little early in the technology. But if you persevere and if you say, okay, this didn't work, I mean, I, and I, so maybe we do it a different way or maybe we do something else. And uh, I think that the early days of VidAngel are a good example of that. So you've got, I know that you were there in those days as one of the co-founders and Neil and Jeff Harmon and Daniel and you know they the first time out you know the technology was really rough and it was hard to do and then you 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 know they tried another model and then they found a model that succeeded wildly mm -hmm. right but um, got the studio's attention and then they had to fight through that litigation and all the time they're not just sitting on their hands hoping for a better outcome they're out there doing the studio business and creating dry bar comedy and, uh, and, and looking for other ways to make that business successful. And then if you look now, look at Angel Studios. What, a, what an extraordinary success that that is. Not that I'm, you're, we're here to talk about Angel Studios, but, but why? It's because of their perseverance. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the same for, I, most entrepreneurs would tell you that. Some of them get lucky the first time, but usually it's, <laughs> you live through a lot of pain you just keep stepping up to the plate and swinging the bat and you know, eventually you drive one out. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you become the quote overnight success yeah. Yeah. that was yeah. 10 years in the well, making. It's even more funny than that. Then all of a sudden you become smart. It's like now people come to you for advice. Well, you know, I'm about, I'm about as smart as I was yeah. 10 years ago. You know? not, not a lot has changed. <laughs> but, but somehow, you know, and, you, and you see that all over in the industry, you see people that Hey, they they had a you know successful exit, so now everybody wants to know the meaning of life from them. Yeah, it's a little bit pretentious, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bill, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for uh, sharing your your experience and your knowledge and expertise with our listeners. It's a it's been a pleasure. Hey, thanks so much. I have so much respect for the work that the Harmon Brothers has done, and we're really excited 
to have uh, them involved in this new advertising for us. Yeah, and we're excited to get to help tell the story and shout it from the rooftops. All right, shout louder. Okay. All right, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. We will see you on the next one. If this episode gave you any good ideas, then give us a follow. That way we know you're interested and we'll be able to create more episodes you'll love.